Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome, fellow tea timers. It's tea time, midlife edition. Uh, welcome back. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and surrogate mothers, as well as aunts who are like mothers. And actually, I want to thank and honor my mother who is in heaven. And I miss her all the time and uh, wish her a happy Mother's Day. Always thinking about you. But today's topic is being all alone versus being lonely. I mean, this is a perfect time for this conversation with uh, the isolation that's going on and uh, being, you know, socially distancing and being responsible about, uh, um, you know, staying indoors. So um, you may be in many different places, but... uh, this is a topic that's just perfect. But, you know, before I get started, I just want to let you know the tea I'm drinking today is called Linden Tea. Um, it is a very wonderful tea. It is very light. It's pretty um, uh, kind of basic, but, you know, one of the properties that I love about Linden Tea is that it promotes relaxation and it uh, soothes the digestive system as well as it helps fight inflammation. So that's one of the teas whenever I'm kind of feeling a little bit uh, um, a little bit anxious um, then I have Linden Tea or if I want to just soothe the belly then I have Linden Tea. But uh, it's very light. It is not, it's not very aromatic or anything. It's just, it's light, smooth, and it's really good. So um, I suggest you um, check with your herbalist to make sure this fits into what you're up to around your health. So getting into the topic, being all alone versus being lonely. So I'm going to ask you to go grab a pen and paper. Just have a couple questions for you. It's not it's not tough or challenging. It's just a it's a, it should make a difference. So give you a couple minutes for that. And uh, let me ask the questions this way. Um, what's the difference between being alone? versus being lonely? What is the difference? And the second question I have for you, which one are you now? Right now, which one are you? If you're being straight with yourself and which one? This is a perfect time for this conversation because we've been, I don't know about you, it's been about seven weeks or so, um, you know, indoors, 
stay at order of requests from the, you know, the governor and, and I was just like, huh, well, how do I feel? Cause right now I was like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good, you know? And then at one point I wasn't, and I was like, well, what's that? And so I started to look as I started to look the question of being alone or being lonely started showing up. So, you know, I looked up the definition. I always do. Cause I like to just kind of, you know, make sure we're, we're speaking the same language around, um, what's the definition. So, um, being alone can happen in many different circumstances. Like it can happen, um, when things are, you know, maybe out of your control and then all of a sudden you're alone, you know, from a, a divorce to a uh, um, breakup or uh, the job, you know, you change jobs or the job moves, you're left alone, um, you know, or you could choose to uh, separate and just, you know, be alone for solitude, you know, there's other reasons why people are alone. Or for me in the winter months, I love to hibernate. <laughs> I call it <laughs> hibernating, <laughs> especially between Christmas and New Year's. That's my true hibernation time. <laughs> and I get to rejuvenate. And that's why um, I I love being alone at those times. But um, the nef- definition for being alone is without anyone or anything else. That's just the definition of being alone. So just because you're alone does not mean you're lonely. Like Cher says, we all sleep alone at one point. (laughs) So being lonely can happen when you isolate or feel depressed. You, You know, like you just stop participating in your life and you feel lonely. Like the definition of loneliness is the feeling of being sad and unhappy, like unpleasant emotionally. The response is it's just like a perceived thing. It's not like, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's like a perceived feeling of isolation. And that is loneliness. It's a perceived feeling of isolation. At one point, you know, for myself, um, I, I, I'm a part of a big family, like all together, it was like 10 kids. Um, the first, let's say wave of kids was about, uh, five or six. And I was the youngest and everyone was at least three to five years older than me. So I felt lonely in that scenario, you would think you got a house full of people and you're feeling lonely. Well, you know, people couldn't relate to me because I was so much younger than they were. And they were so much further down the line in life that uh, they didn't have time to really, you know, relate to me at the level I was. So I felt a little lonely in that scenario. But, uh, you know, being alone gets a bad rap. Um, I don't know why that people feel like, you know, that if you are alone, you must be, um, isolated and you must be, um, outside of everything. Like as if you're separate, B, 
because you're alone. Like as if you're not a part of, you know, humanity or you're not participating in your life or something to that effect, which always gets me like, huh, huh, how's that work? You know, it's a stigma that goes uh, with this isolation, like really something wrong. You're alone. You you must be broken, clearly, you know, <laughs> and I'm like that, you know, that's not true. Being alone is a good thing. You know, being alone, you get to learn so much about yourself as well as you learn how to entertain yourself. Um, being alone can be a choice and that choice can leave you empowered. And that's the key about being alone. Uh, being lonely is something different. Like being lonely is, is when you get a feeling that, uh, um, that comes from inside you and that feeling does not leave you happy or empowered. It really just makes you feel left out, which doesn't work. Um, the other thing about, uh, being lonely, I think it goes hand in hand with being bored. Like, you know, oh, I'm lonely and I'm bored. That's what people say. And I'm like, huh? Well, well, who's, who said you're lonely and bored? And, and you really take a look, you're like, yeah, you said you're lonely and bored. And there's nothing I can do about that. Cause that's what you said, you know? And I'm like, I'm not talking about, be clear, I'm not talking about um, someone who's clinically depressed. That's a totally different thing. That's something out of someone's control that they cannot help. And they isolate. It's just part of, uh, of whatever's going on with that depression that has them isolate themselves. Two separate things. Not talking about that at all. I'm talking about um, when you're needing someone or something to fill the void of feeling lonely or bored, you know, like you're waiting for someone to, I call it, do me, serve me, or make me happy, like all those things. And that is basically has you be lonely because you're waiting for someone to do that for you. And that void that's inside you is just inside you and you generate that feeling. So you have a choice. You have the ability to not be bored or not be lonely. And how do you, why do you have that choice or how do you have that choice? Because if you have the choice of being happy, sad, mad, or glad, then you have the choice of being lonely and bored because they're all feelings. And all those feelings at the end of the day are in your control. You know, I, I, I don't want to sound preachy or anything. It's Mother's Day. You know, I, I'm not trying to sound preachy, but I've just come to that conclusion. And I got a perfect, perfect example. You know, um, usually this time around this time of year, I get a little lonely. And that's a choice because my mother's no longer here. It's been about 14 years since my mother passed away. God rest her soul. And at the end of the day, year one after my mom passed away, 
I made a choice that on Mother's Day, I would do something that we would done, we would have done together. And the thing we used to do together is garden. So every year on or around Mother's Day, I start a garden. This year's garden is tomatoes, peppers, herbs, and all kinds of things. And I listen to beautiful music at the same time while I'm doing the garden. It's a whole day experience. This year I happened to buy a, it's called uh, knockout roses. And, uh, it's, uh, I bought one bush (laughs) and I want that to symbolize the beauty of who my mother was. And as the flowers bloom all through the summer season and, and into the early fall, I'll, It's like she's there all the time. And that is the beauty of creating something that would have been or left me lonely now has me feeling loved. And it's just a gift that that you give to yourself by changing the the um, the context of being lonely or bored. So. That is, I mean, it's taught me so much by, um, by just, just shifting that way of thinking, even just slightly. Like I've asked a question earlier and, uh, what's the difference being alone and being lonely? Being alone is a choice. Being lonely is a feeling. You have the choice how you react to both of them. It's all up to you. Like what I do around feeling um, lonely is I always learn something new. There's a couple things I do, and I'm just going to share that with you. You know, the things that I'm sharing with you is, you know, how to rejuvenate yourself, how to... I call it self-entertain yourself. I say one of my favorite things I say is I'm my best company. If I'm not my best company, then who could ever fill that void? You you know what I'm saying? It doesn't work um, to not have the ability to keep yourself entertained because no one could ever entertain you or love you more than you love yourself. So some of the things that I do is um, I have hobbies and one of my hobbies is painting. And I don't know about you, but YouTube is this wonderful station that I go to called the Art Sherpa. That's T-H-E-A-R-T-S-H-E-R-P-A. And she is a wonderful, colorful lady that um, actually teaches you how to paint like as if it was painting with a twist, as if you're doing at home. She's going step by step. And by the end of it, you have art that you can hang on the wall. And it's wonderful. It's just wonderful. I really suggest you, you if you get a chance to, to do one project with her, um, especially during this time of being locked in, it's like being, it takes you somewhere else and you can play music at the same time, have a glass of wine. It's a moment. It really is. The other thing that I suggest is, um, you know, discovering new things, you know, that shift your way of thinking 
like like reading a book or TED Talks or uh, podcasts, like podcasts like this one, Tea Time Midlife Edition. Uh, other things, learn, you know, learn how to dance. This is a perfect time to learn how to, let's say, line dance, salsa dance, bachata dance, belly dance, or bar or tai chi or, you know, meditation, whatever that is that makes you feel alive because you are discovering new parts of yourself. That is what I love about um, being alone because you, you discover you in a whole new way where if you are lonely, you're no longer participating in your life. You're shutting down. You're waiting for someone to to, to basically uh, show up and entertain you. That's a temporary fix. And it doesn't last long because it's not going to fill the void that's inside you. So, you know, you have the choice of being empowered or disempowered. I mean, the choice is up to you when it's about being alone versus being lonely. You know, I have a favorite quote that I, I I love that really makes a difference. It's like your life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by choice. So, and it's by an unknown author. You know, it's no one offhand that um, I know that is uh, who wrote that quote, but it's just so poignant, you know? It's, it's really all about the choice. So I have a tea time challenge for you. And I request two things. One, that you go on Tea Timers Midlife Community on Facebook and either like or share that link with a friend. Invite that friend to listen to this podcast or any past podcasts from Tea Time Midlife Edition And you guys have a cup of tea and have a moment, a tea time moment and discuss. It really is so important that you share with other people. So you create your community and start your community circle tea time. Next week, our topic is midlife. Am I in it or is it over? Cheers. Happy Mother's Day. It's tea time. Midlife Edition.